don't get me mad. I am here by myself and I am going to be doing this podcast. More like this episode is gonna be kind of like a freestyle. Um Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, it's gonna be just like a little freestyle where we're just like just talking and giving some tips and maybe I think I'm just gonna delve a little bit into my experience. Um and yeah, take it from there. So this is Don't Get Me Mad, which is my podcast that I started last year. And when I was coming out of anger management and I just needed an outlet and I needed a way to express my feelings. Um growing up, um like only recently I've only just started expressing myself and understanding what different emotions mean. Um I can recognise emotions in other people but myself, oh my days, I can't at all. So I'm you know, I just did this podcast and I came out of anger management just like understanding my feelings and um yeah, this is where we are. So I've set myself four goals um last month, September the eleventh actually. So it's almost a month in and I've set myself four different goals um and I'm going to be reviewing them in a year. I don't really want to say what my goals are, but one of them actually I will say is um doing this podcast a lot regularly. So that is why I am proper like on it. And especially like when you suffer from like low moods it's very difficult to be consistent um i struggle with being consistent um it's something that i struggled with um but as as i've gotten older it's it's kind of getting worse so i've set myself these four goals so at least i can you know i can have something measurable it's attainable i can work towards them the reason I didn't just set one goal is because um, I have a really short attention span, so I always need to have my hands, um, what's the saying, hands in a couple of pies or something, so yeah, I always need to be doing different things at the same time, I mean, different things at different times so that I don't get bored, so that's why I set four different goals and four things that I'm interested in, and the aim is just to review next year, start like monthly meetings and stuff so yeah it's all good and this is um one thing that i'm doing to help me get out of the funk get rid of the black dog etc etc so sorry i'm yawning i've been struggling to sleep because i've got some um like skeletal pain in like my spine um and i'm on this medication now that makes me extremely tired so but it, it takes out the pain so happy days but today my disclaimer is just you know these are just my thoughts these are my feelings um i'm just really dealing with mental health really dealing with um different things and i think on this episode i um i normally introduce with a quote but this is just a little freestyle one i haven't got any quotes um i haven't got any quotes so i might just go into it or i might do the quotes at the end we'll just see We'll just see what happens but um yeah i think this episode i sort of want to just open up a little bit and just um share some things um some experiences and just let people know that whatever you're going through is not you're not alone like for so many years i thought i was by myself but 
through anger management and through being open and doing these podcasts and little things people popping up on social media and saying you know it's helpful I just feel like you know I just want to share this and especially being a young black woman um, what I'm about to share I didn't expect myself to just to go through this but it happened you know and I just want to I just want people to know that you you're definitely not alone so it's going to be more of a serious episode and me just talking about my feelings, my thoughts, sorry about the yawning once again, how I've gotten through it, etc. So, um, yeah, here we go, baby. So, the last episode I was talking about triggers, and um, I think um, since then I've started to realise that I have a whole lot of triggers. Now, in my anger management, Sorry, anger management, one of the sessions was to find out your triggers and and that's kind of what I went into the last episode. But then the angle that I was sort of more looking at because basically um, anger management ended, as I mentioned, back in December um, and then I really struggled <coughs> from um, the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, I really, really struggled. Like, 2019 has been such a hard year, and it's been difficult. Um, the period I wasn't working, um, when my finances were, like, really bad, um, family relationships were strained, um, my mental health was really bad, and I used anger management for five months, almost, as an outlet every Friday I could you know go in and talk about for three hours talk about or listen to and talk about what I've been through that week things that have got me angry maybe the past different things and I didn't have that outlet anymore and I think that's why it was um, it was daunting I think I've mentioned this in one of the episodes that I did struggle but anyway, I went to the doctors, obviously, and yeah, um, I've been on some medication for a while now. Um, and it's something that I'm open about because I think for so long um, I was ashamed of perhaps saying I was on medication, going to the doctors and getting medication. But you know what? I was suffering, I was suffering for, for a very long time. And I think I tried my best to do it without medication, um, but me- like mentally, I couldn't do it by myself anymore, and I didn't really need that help. So I just wanted to share that there's nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with going to the doctors or, or speaking to family and friends, people that love you and you love them, and saying how you feel. And if you feel that you have felt this way for a really long time, like longer than should be expected then i would definitely look to do you know look into it and you know i'm not just saying obviously first thing you know go to the doctors but if based on what everyone else is telling you and what you are seeing the changes that you're seeing with yourself how you're different from before etc and everyone else is saying the same thing then do you know what i mean there's no smoke without fire so everything just just keep an eye you know how like 
when you for mostly for women but when you first get your period they say like to keep a period calendar and stuff to see how it happened likewise it's the same with mental health if there's been some something that's happened or you know you see yourself in a way declining uh, definitely speak to someone you love and trust and you know get that help that help necessarily doesn't have to be medication it could be um you know starting a new hobby maybe going to some fruits um exercise it could be anything maybe changing your work change getting rid of someone in your life it could be a number of things but always 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 don't forget self-care because it's so important we always have to put yourself first and i think that's the number one thing that i took out of anger management about putting yourself first so anyway i've just detracted a little bit but um so yeah i went and i've got some medication i think i mentioned that before and i was then referred to um i was referred to to um, counseling because basically during anger management i think i discussed it and essentially what came out in anger management is you're angry for a reason you're angry because you've been let down you've been hurt you've been you know you're scared there's a lot of number of factors that makes you angry and uh, i think i mentioned before that she said i had both types of anger external and internal but while anger management dealt with the external anger so my facial expression so i think like at work everyone hated being around me i was so moody i was so horrible if someone annoyed me my face would be my my face would be like screw facing i would i would say mean things to them i'd be rude and then i i got that label like oh she's just angry all the time let's just put her in that little corner she's angry and that's how i used to express my anger so anger management helped that helped me deal with that a lot more um and <laughs> The only thing, I don't know what it is, but literally there was a session and um, she actually showed me how I look like when I'm angry. And I did not know that my face was was like that. And I think when you can actually see um, like facial expressions, of like my facial expression, my body language apparently just says it all about me and that's what put people off. So when I got to see that from the other side, I was like, okay, I can probably work on that. And then towards the end, um, the last session, everyone had to give feedback on how people have like, how they see my change. And everyone was just like, you've never smiled and now you're smiling all the time. So that really did help me with my external anger, but I still had internal anger. And internal anger is caused by stuff like hurt, you know, you've been let down, you know, disappointment, resentment, just all these negative feelings um, can can store the internal anger. And internal anger also is you're angry at yourself. You're angry at yourself because you should have done better. You should have done this. You should have known better. You should have said this. And it's holding it in and taking it out on yourself. So some people might do that in the form of maybe self-harming. Um, I've never done that. Um, but some people might do that and, and that is a way that they're taking that hurt out on themselves. Some people will um, like 
what do they say? Like going on a downward spiral, so they might have addictive behaviors. Don't forget, addictive behaviors is alcohol, drugs, sexual relationships, men, um, you know, gambling, you know, things that are unhealthy, um, things that can give you instant gratification, but don't take away the fact that you're still angry and you're still hurt. And that's that's the little things you can be passive aggressive. Um, just little things like that. That's what makes internal behaviour. So I realised that I still had a lot of work in terms of my internal behaviour. And I think because anger management was in a deep setting and then a lot of the things I used to say to the to the session leader I would say privately just because that's the type of person I am. Um, other things I would open up as as time went on, but I used needed that one to one, and my session leader saw that, so she referred me, and I told her something that had happened um, about about well then it was last year, well then it was the year before, but yeah I told her something um, that happened, and then she referred me. Um, obviously it's all through the NHS, six sessions, whatnot, um, and I think because I wasn't working at the time, I had a lot of time on my hands, and um, yeah, counselling began, and um, at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to cry, I'm fine, you know, anger management sorted it, then I realised it was still all there, and um, from the first session, um she told me that um, that she thinks she I have symptoms of PTSD. Now, PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. And typically, I always thought that only when you went to war and came back, that's when you got PTSD. I never associated it with women. I never so associated it with, any, with, with women of color, with young women. I always thought it was old men that had been to war um maybe working class and white men like i just never i think when when i've always seen ptsd um in films in the media mostly films tv shows like eastenders coronation street um hollyoaks even it's always been depicted as it's usually a guy going that's come back from the war or the army navy marines whatever and they're trying to adjust to normal life and they just can't because of all the stuff that they've seen while being at war and so when she said that to me i was just like no that's that's not me um then she actually broke it down she gave me um a leaflet um, she advised me about groups, um, but um, she did advise for me to still have one-to-one, um, and then maybe look into the groups, you know, as I progressed. And um, yeah, it really shocked me. And I think as time has gone on, um, I'm starting to understand the way I am, the way I am. Okay, so PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder, and it's anything traumatic to you that um, that gives you stress essentially after the event after the traumatic event so
So this can be trauma from a car accident to, um, you know, when people have given birth and, you know, the birth has gotten complicated and so-and-so's almost died. That's a trauma. Um, it can be, you know, sexual assault. It can be domestic violence. It could be absolutely, it could be seeing someone go through X, Y, Z. It could literally anything that brings trauma to your life. So when she explained that, I then realised that, whoa. And then breaking it down, her listening to my story, she said that you have actually had a range of number of traumatic events in your life that has not helped your depression, not helped your self-esteem, not helped your self-worth, um, that, you know, that hasn't helped you in any way, that's caused the anger, that's caused the hurt, that's caused you know, maybe you to behave in some ways. I mean, she did say, obviously, I can't blame things that have happened, the way I act, etc. I can't blame directly on that, but it is associated um, with that. And I think one of the things um, she mentioned, one of the symptoms of um, PTSD is something called hyperarousal. And it's literally, you're always alert, okay? So you're always um you're always on it so to speak if i speak in layman's terms like you're literally always ready because you've been through something that you weren't prepared for in your head now you're thinking anything could happen at any time i need to be prepared so it's it's called hyper arousal as i said and it's literally like it's a little bit of feeling on edge so to speak um, like for example, my personal, like myself, if I hear banging, right, I'm literally like, what could that be? That's either someone getting aggressive, that's either someone about to have a fight, that's either someone maybe going to attack someone. So my head is running through all these scenarios and I'm like, I need to, I need to either fight or flight. Like, I'm on edge. Same all the time. Um, another example is if someone shouts at me now um i was going to go into the other last episode about ptsd triggers but i didn't want to go into there without all of this background because it kind of wouldn't have made sense but i um mostly triggers that i was talking about are ptsd triggers which in my case relate to anger and i think last week i was just looking in the anger theme but if anyone one of my triggers is if i get shouted at or if i feel anyone is raising their voice to a level that could be deemed as aggressive like anything louder than like anything louder than talking normal i go on the offensive i am literally ready to fight like and as over like the past three months um, because obviously I only had six sessions of counselling so that ended um, towards the end of July and it's only recently that I've actually started realising like recognising um, when I'm got like when it's happening so um, like the other day my dad just started he asked me a question but then he just started shouting and I literally was just like I'm getting angry and I was just like, I'm getting angry. Why am I getting angry? And I just felt it coming. And then I, then I realised afterwards that 
that's a trigger for me. That takes me back to that traumatic event where stuff is happening and I need to fight for my life. And um, I just really wanted to make this podcast just to just to let people know that um, you're not alone. I mean, I feel like everyone is probably, not everyone, but a lot of people have probably seen something traumatic in their life that's either shaped them to become who they are or it's hindered them and sometimes they're just stuck and um, what happened to me is I saw something very traumatic at early age and my therapist um, mentioned to me that I am still stuck. I, I've had a couple of traumatic events in my life unfortunately but you live and you learn. Um, at when they happen I don't see them as traumatic but she was saying that at each traumatic event I was stuck there um, and I was dealing with the guilt I was dealing with you know I think I think that's one thing people don't um, mention is when um, with, with like PTSD you relive that moment all the time you real you think what if I did that? What if I like did this? What if I did that? What if I didn't do this? What if I didn't go home? What if they died? What if I died? What if and you think, if this was to happen again, how would I deal with it? But you're living in the past. You can't live in the past. Because then if you live in the past, you can't move forward. And these are all the things that after sort of like three years, has it been three years? Yeah, 2016, yeah. So like, oh, like three years of this, my personal development, my journey with therapy and and trying to like get to the bottom of my anger, etc. That it's, I've got, this is what I have to deal with. Um, and it's bittersweet in a way. Um, I think I was kind of relieved when she told me about it. Um, that okay it's okay and I think I keep saying this but never compare yourself to anyone else never feel like whatever you're going through is not a big deal if it's impacted you physically mentally emotionally then it is impacted you it, it has traumatized you and now you have to try to see what you not try you have to um, you have to move on otherwise you're going to be stuck in a cycle of um, of reliving it and dealing with all you know with all the the, the stuff behind it and um, it is it is it is very difficult um, there's as I mentioned there's di there's different traumatic events that have happened to me and some I've been able to let go a lot more than the others but it is a work in progress. And um, I posted something actually on Snapchat earlier. There's a quote that I found on Pinterest. I love Pinterest, it's a great quote. And it says, be the woman you needed as a girl. And the reason I'm recording this podcast is I saw that quote and I just remembered what my therapist told me to do. Um, I can't remember what session it was, but when we had literally, um, because with, my, with all my stuff, like my past and traumatic events etc I've buried it really really deep so it did take a while for it to all come out 
and um, when it came out, I, I also buried all the hurt and all the emotions with it. So all the emotions came out, and um, she basically said, "My first traumatic, my first memory. I think I was maybe about three or four. Is not a good memory." So she literally told me to go back in my in my mind's eye to go back to that memory as m- who I am now and speak to my little self. And when I say that is one of the most powerful things that I've ever done. I couldn't do it in one go. I had to do it in bits. And it's literally just speaking to the little me at that point in time, the little me that was scared, the little me that was so frightened, the little me that was crying and shouting speak to her and let her know that you did your best you tried everything that you can at that point in time you're a little girl it will get better you're strong you're amazing and i did that and oh i'm gonna start crying again and it was it was really 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 hard but um i think um you know we put too much pressure on ourselves to always get things right and um, that can be one of the things of um, you know the way you think and one of the things this person was one to attain to perfectionism and I think in those when those things happen I didn't react the way that I wanted to hence me feeling guilty me feeling angry etc so I just wanted to share that because like now with podcast i'm trying to be a little bit more more um consistent i want to open up a lot more um i think i think the fact that i felt i'm trying not to get upset the fact that i felt like um you know i felt alone a lot of this a lot of my anxieties and a lot of the things that i thought i held it in because if i said it out loud it might come through you know um, it might come true, sorry. And I think I just it, the thing is with PTSD, it, it it's yourself holding yourself prisoner. Essentially, is what it is. You're blaming yourself for everything. You're blaming yourself. Um, and the saying, the, the the saying, you can't change the past, is so true. But in your mind. It's just crazy how your brain shapes after something like that happens. And there's been studies that shows that your brain shapes after you've been through a traumatic event. And I think when you go through a number of traumatic events and you never ever deal with one, that's when it can become complex and that's when, you know, it can take a while for you to figure out what maybe is wrong with you. Not that there's anything wrong with me, but I'm <laughs> saying it in that way. But yeah, to find out why you feel X, Y, Z, because I've buried it for so long. But I just really wanted to just be a little bit open. I mean, I woke up today, and I just felt like you know, life is a work in progress, and you just you you could you just have to do little things and I think the fact that I'm what I'm enjoying this has been a really difficult year for me like 2019 has been so hard but it's been so rewarding because I've been myself changed and 
I think the fact that I'm so hard on myself and to see growth, you know, to see me being able to understand myself a little bit more, um, it's, it's nice. And I think as a, a, a young woman of colour, um, in, in her late 20s, to be able to express these things, you know, that's why I want to share my story and I want to let people know that you're not alone because it is, it is, it is so damn hard. It is. Um, and literally, it's like PTSD is kind of like Groundhog Day. Like you're just replaying, you're replaying that over and over again in your head. So, so yeah, I think that might actually be the quote for today. Be, um, what's the quote? <laughs> be the woman you needed as a girl. And um, very much for me, when I had to do that, you know, I had to do that sort of homework and speak to the little girl, you know, that little girl would actually be proud of who I am now because I've made it. And that's what you need to think. That's what you need to remember, that you are here for a reason. The things that have happened are very unfortunate, but look where you are now. You're standing, you're talking, you're still living, and you're trying to regain the power, and you're trying to understand yourself. And I think, I think there's one thing about this podcast, and this whole year, that there is nothing more rewarding, more, 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 far more rewarding than like money, fame, than actually seeing yourself grow, than seeing yourself develop, than seeing yourself change for the positive, um, and also by seeing yourself wanting to change is powerful. There's so many people that are stuck and they don't know how to get out of it and I think the thing is stuff like the media portrays things to happen overnight but reality tells you that no and I can attest to this because three years later I'm still on this journey and this journey might continue for another six months another year another five years another ten years the rest of my life but it's the journey and the destination is going to be worth it and yeah whatever you've been through in the past you are here you are okay you are alive yes it hurts trauma hurts okay you wish it's literally like a wound that no one can see it's a wound in your subconscious, it's a wound in your heart, it's, it's literally, you, you carry it around with you. And, you know, it's not about what is me, here's what I've been through, but you do have to acknowledge that people have been through different things. What might affect you one way might not affect you another way. Um, and I think when you do have a number of things that does happen to you it changes the way you think rapidly um 
Not even rapidly, sometimes just gradually. Like, um, went through a whole madness with my family one time, and I was getting anxiety, really, really bad anxiety. There was time my sister and my best friend lived, lived in London. There was time that I'd left places early to go home because in my head, I thought my mum was dead. In my head, I believed that if I don't go into her room in the next five minutes and I go to sleep right now, I'm going to wake up in the morning and she's going to be dead. And that's not, quote, normal, unquote. Shouldn't be thinking like that. But in my head, that is that is what I genuinely believe. I've left places early to go on because of that fear. And um, it does it does stop you from living your life, and it does you know it it, it gives you a whole number of things. It really does, but you should not like you will make it. You've made it through. You will make it through. It's um, it's an ongoing thing. You know, this hasn't been an easy subject to talk about, and I think that's why um, I'm going to be doing some episodes on my own, and then some episodes, you know, with my friends and other people, and. Um, yeah, I think I needed to do this today. I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I really do need to do this today. I I just, I just want everyone to flourish, live their best life, be open, be honest with yourself, and just know that you're actually not alone. Um... You're not alone. And if ever need to talk, please add me on Twitter. <laughs> I will reply. I'm really, really rubbish at social media, but reply. Speak to me. Like, I'm more than happy. You speak to someone you trust, speak to anyone. If you want to go to doctors, at work, school, college, etc. But you're not alone. Um, it's a work in progress. And it does take time, don't forget that. And, um, and yeah, this is, I guess this is it. And I feel like this subject is so heavy that I'm actually going to need a joke. So, yeah, I'm going to come back with some cheesy jokes. <laughs> real soon, real soon. Right, I'm back, guys. I have found some really cheesy jokes, just to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> um... So yeah, I am gonna try and pick the the best ones. Uh, but these are a little bit dry. I can't even lie. So, um, okay. <laughs> I want to hear a joke about construction. I'm still working on it. That was dead. That was absolutely dead. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. <laughs> Why do melons have weddings? Because they cantaloupe. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Yeah, these jokes are... Um, um, what's Forrest Gump's password? One Forrest, one.
Two fish are in a tank, one turns to the other and says, how do you drive this thing? These jokes are really awful. I really do apologize, guys, but because, 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 because it's the conversation, like, the, I can't even get my words out. That's how crazy these things are, these terrible jokes are. Okay, let me find one more. <laughs> what did the melted cheese say to the unlucky tomato? Man, it's not your day. It's not your day. I think that's what it's meant to say. Well, how do scientists keep their breath fresh with experiments? <laughs> Why did the ghost ride the elevator to lift his spirits? <laughs> what do you call a retired cowboy deranged? <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs ground beef? right guys i'm gonna end those dead jokes there but thank you for listening um please um any questions any subjects you want me to do i'm doing it all based on anger mental health etc i'm gonna have more people on but yeah anything anything that you want to um ask me etc find me on twitter don't get me mad with two d's at the end um that's my at that's my handle on twitter and yeah as i mentioned i'm going to be doing this a lot more um <coughs> consistently so next week i have an episode i'll write it up probably won't i f- probably will i think i've decided what i'm going to do the podcast episodes with myself i'm probably just going to freestyle around the topics related to myself or my experiences and the one where is um the one where the um where I've got my friends and other people in it that's going to be more written and have more of a flow so um, so yeah we'll just see how it goes but thanks for listening any questions or issues find me on Twitter that's literally the best place I'm not on any other social media because I just sometimes I hate it but yeah find me and yeah I will be back next week I hope you enjoyed the episode hope you enjoyed the jokes I am going to do this. We are going to do this. We can do this. Don't get me mad. Do not get me mad. Like, what? On this thing. Yeah. I mean, you've got to love your life, don't you? But yeah, lots of love. Ciao.